Welcome to Current Radio's Technology Station. Please enjoy today's selection of technology news. Elon Musk, the man behind Tesla, SpaceX, and X, is looking to raise a cool billion for his latest venture, XAI. Quite a hefty sum, wouldn't you say, Celeste? Indeed, James. But then again, it's Elon Musk we're talking about. He's never been one to shy away from ambitious projects. According to an SEC filing, he's already raised about $135 million from four investors, right? That still leaves about $865 million to reach his goal. It's a steep climb. True, but let's not forget what he's trying to achieve with XAI. They're working on this AI bot called Grok, which is Musk's answer to OpenAI's ChatGPT, Google's Bard, and Anthropic's Claude. It's supposed to have a rebellious streak. And answer spicy questions, as they put it. Quite intriguing. It's only been in development for two months, but they're already planning a beta release to X Premium Plus subscribers. Exactly. But what's really interesting is that Grok plans to update with real-time knowledge posted on X. It's a feature that could set it apart, but it also means it needs to be smart enough to distinguish between real news and misinformation. That's a challenge in itself. Musk was a co-founder of OpenAI, but he stepped down from the board in 2018. He's been critical of OpenAI, especially after the firing and rehiring of CEO Sam Altman last November. It caused quite a stir in the AI industry, but back to XAI, raising another $865 million is no small feat, even for someone as influential as Musk. His management of X has been controversial, to say the least. It's a question of whether potential investors will be willing to overlook that. But knowing Musk, he's not one to back down from a challenge. Agreed, James. It will be interesting to see how this plays out. Musk's ventures always make for a fascinating watch. Speaking of making waves, let's shift gears from the world of artificial intelligence to the realm of virtual reality. The gaming industry has been abuzz with a new trailer that's taken the internet by storm. Let's dive into it. So, Celeste, have you heard about the new Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer? It's been making some serious waves on YouTube. Oh, I've heard. It's been a decade since the last game, so the anticipation is sky high. But how big are we talking here, James? Get this. It got 85 million views in just 22 hours. It's already broken the record for most YouTube views in 24 hours for a non-music video. That record was previously held by Mr. Beast, right? The guy who recreated Squid Game and has contestants from all over the world in his videos? That's the one. And now, it's within striking distance of the all-time record held by BTS's Butter, which got 108 million views in 24 hours. It's not just the fans who are excited, the gaming industry is buzzing too. Remember when Grand Theft Auto V came out? Oh, absolutely. It was monumental. Broke the record for highest revenue generated by an entertainment product in 24 hours. Right? Over $800 million from selling over 11 million copies. Only Minecraft has sold more copies. Exactly. But here's a twist. The trailer wasn't supposed to be released when it was. Rockstar Games planned to release it on Tuesday, but it got leaked on social media. So they just... They just went with it? That's some quick thinking. And it seems to have worked in their favor. You bet. They posted a message saying, Our trailer has leaked, so please watch the real thing on YouTube. That post itself got 1.1 million likes and 82 million views. That's a lot of eyeballs. But given the nature of Grand Theft Auto, I just hope Mr. Beast doesn't get any ideas to recreate a bank robbery or a prison break. That's a concern. 
but knowing Miss a Beast, he'd probably find a way to make it fun and safe. In the meantime, we're all waiting to see if Grand Theft Auto 6 can dethrone BTS from their butter-sculpted throne. Well, we'll have to wait until 2025 for the game, but until then, the trailer is certainly keeping fans entertained. While we're on the topic of gaming, let's not forget about the platforms that keep us connected. Speaking of which, one popular communication tool among gamers and non-gamers alike is making some significant changes to its mobile app. Let's dive into it. So Celeste, Discord's gone mobile with a vengeance. They've launched this massive refresh of their mobile app, and it's all about messaging. Oh, I've heard about this. It's supposed to be a more tailored experience for on-the-go users, right? Exactly. It's a big shift from their original focus on PC gamers. Francesco Polizzi, Discord's group product manager, says the app's functionality has grown exponentially since 2015. So what's new? I mean, apart from the messaging focus? Well, the old navigation buttons are gone. Now there are tabs for servers, messages, notifications, and your own profile. They even tried a horizontal design. Wait, they're keeping the classic vertical server list? That's a relief. I'm in a ton of servers and I like being able to switch between them easily. Exactly. They kept that in mind. Plus, messages now have their own section, with DMs and group DMs all in one place. And you can see what friends are doing in real time. So you can jump into their games or chats? That's a nice touch. And I heard there's a new favorite feature for DMs. Yes, it's similar to the Messages app on the iPhone. You can pin your most frequent contacts at the top for easy access. And they've made some big improvements to the search function. Like what? I always had issues finding old messages or files. You can now search for messages, attachments, pin messages, and files all from a universal search bar. And the new layout makes it easier to view information in a channel or message thread. That sounds super convenient. Anything else? Well, they've revamped the profile page, made sharing pictures and videos better, and improved the UI for video and voice calls. And they've finally added a proper night mode. About time. I've been waiting for that, and I hope it doesn't eat up my data. Actually, it's supposed to launch way faster and use only a quarter of the data. So all in all, it's a pretty big step forward for Discord's mobile app. From the world of mobile apps, we now shift gears to the realm of electric vehicles. While we've seen the grandeur of Tesla's Cybertruck, there's a new, compact contender preparing to make its mark. Let's dive into the details. So Celeste, after Tesla's grand reveal of the Cybertruck and Cyberbeast, we've got something quite different on the horizon. The Fiat 500e, a compact electric vehicle, is set to hit North American shores next year. That's quite a change of pace, isn't it? From supersized trucks to this petite EV. But that's the beauty of the EV market, isn't it? There's something for everyone. Absolutely. Now, Stellantis, Fiat's owner, didn't mention anything about subscriptions or car sharing in their announcement. This is despite talks of exploring alternative business models for the U.S. market. Instead, they've announced that the 500E will debut in North American showrooms in the first quarter of 2024, starting with a product red model in collaboration with the AIDS fighting group co-founded by U2's Bono. Interesting. So it's not just an EV, but also a vehicle with a cause. Now let's talk about specs. How does the 500E stack up against the Cyberbeast? Well, it's a whole different ballgame. The red edition of the 500E weighs around 3,000 pounds, has a range of 149 miles, and starts at $32,500. dollars 
On the other hand, the Cyberbeast weighs in at a whopping 6,843 pounds, boasts an estimated range of 320 miles, and comes with a price tag of 99,990. Clearly, these two EVs are catering to vastly different market segments. That's quite the contrast. But the 500E's smaller size and range might not be a downside, right? Especially considering the environmental impact. You're spot on, Celeste. Smaller cars generally demand less energy and fewer materials, making them better for the climate. Fiat's focus with the 500E seems to be on serving dense cities where larger vehicles like the Cybertruck would struggle with narrow roadways. So it's not just about size and power, but also about fitting into the urban landscape. What about the future of the 500E, though? Any plans from Fiat? Fiat has plans to drop other 500E variants gradually to keep things fresh and interesting. They didn't elaborate on when these variants will debut in North America, but each variant will arrive in a limited quantity. So it seems like Fiat is playing the exclusivity card here. Interesting strategy, keeping customers on their toes. I'm curious to see how the 500E will fare in the North American market. It's certainly a stark contrast to the cyber beast, but variety is the spice of life, isn't it? Couldn't agree more, Celeste. It's an exciting time in the EV market, and we'll be here to cover all the developments as they unfold.